Hello, everybody. You are listening to another episode of the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ron Pashery. I'm here with Aaron Lloyd, as always. And we'd like to welcome back, after an unexpected two-week absence, Act 2 Fly, Eric Trembicki, the Beast Incarnate. <laughs> How you been? I'm good, man. Good, man. It's great How's to things? have you back. How's we missed things? you. Glad Aaron, to be here. Yeah. Aaron, I know you're glad to have Act 2 Fly back I know you missed house. me. Did you, did you miss the Beast Incarnate? Just uh, say it. One time. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm miss advocating for you. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you should tell Joe to eat his heart out now, because that's what you said to Eric when Joe was here for the first time. I don't think Eric didn't wet his hair this morning. <laughs> no, he didn't. Well, he's the Beast Incarnate. He's not, he's not the, the lunatic fringe like no. Joe was last week. Uh, we have a good show for you tonight. We'll be discussing Raw. We'll be discussing NXT. We'll be previewing Fastlane. And as always, taking some listener questions. Uh, biggest story in WWE right now. Open the show. Dean Ambrose. Of course, we have the, not the title match, but the triple threat match for number one contendership. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar. Ambrose opens the show. Gets a little bit of promo time before Stephanie comes out. What do you think of Dean Ambrose opening the show? It's always good to see Dean Ambrose open the show. I'm starting to like it. And he's still obsessed with, with fighting Brock Lesnar. And... The fact that he was forced to defend the Intercontinental title, it, I kind of think with that, it shows that this might actually go further. But you never know because they're also building the Wyatt family up with this whole taking out the Titans of the WWE gimmick thing. So I'm not sure where it's going to go. But the fact that they had Ambrose drop the IC title shows that this could actually be m- more of a thing past Fastlane. Because after Ambrose loses, you can't just expect him to... Let it go. Let right. Brock go. That's, you can't. He's not going to forget about that. No, he's well. He's, yeah, he held on to the Seth Rollins departure for a long time. He's. I think he's going to hold on to the Brock yeah. Lesnar thing for. I know you're a huge Ambrose fan, Eric. We haven't heard from you in a couple weeks. How do you feel about where Ambrose has come since the last time you were on the show? I mean, they're they're moving in the right direction with him. I, I love the way it start. I was thinking of both you guys. Right when Stephanie's <laughs> music was cued, because I know you guys don't want to see Raw without Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> I, I knew. I was like, my boys, they're going to they're, they're gonna be enjoying this episode because we got Stephanie out here. She gets a little bit of promo time. Uh, but as far as, you know, you dove right into, you know, Aaron, you dove right into what was going on with Dean. I mean, they did the right thing. They got him right out there. And I, I'm just going to go bold and say that was the highlight of Raw. I mean, to my knowledge, I think they did some things like this, like a, a fatal five-way match over, you know, that later uh, early 2000 era where I had my hiatus where I wasn't watching the, the product. Um, the scramble. That, yeah, the, the, and it was called the scramble. I've never watched one of those live when it happened. That fatal five-way match was awesome. It was awesome. It was a great match. Uh, it was fast-paced. It kept going. Um, I Again, one thing we always address, I think the commentator should have did better in that match. Um, I think it was great. You could have acknowledged... There's not many matches where the commentators couldn't do much better. <laughs> this but, is true. This but, is true. But your point is well taken. I, I thought it was the best we've seen in WWE, and not, you know, aside from NXT that we see. And not to just drift from Dean, but... Um, Tyler Breeze was awesome. He was gold in that match. They I, actually gave I him mar- some strong I marked spots. out when he hit that beauty yeah. shot. Me too. I mean, I, I got you, excited. Did you think for a second? I, I thought did. for a second he might have I did. We hit the beauty shot. He had I the supermodel kick it. into the beauty yeah, shot. Yeah, I thought that might have been it. Which was a great spot. The three yeah. cannonballs in a row and then, you know, Tyler being the one to, to break it up. 
Well, I thought for a second I was like, are they going to give it to uh, him? No, I did too. I got Unfortunately, excited. he was in there as always to take the pin. Yeah. It's still, he still came out. But he looked better. Every, he everyone looked good. good. I'm glad he put him in position. Um, I'm glad he put him in position to actually look good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, another thing they should have addressed about him looking good. I mean, we all know the three of us are all mark for titles, for yeah. the prestige of all belts. And you figure they had a great opportunity right there where there's five guys there and out of those five guys, four of them all been Intercontinental Champion aside from aside from uh, Tyler Breeze. He's the only one there that's never held the Intercontinental title. And JBL or Cole, specifically Cole, probably maybe Braxton, someone should have been breeding in our head the whole night saying, you know, has it been on the show yet? Yeah. So one of the things, my first thought of this match was that I told you guys before the Rumble, I didn't see Owens winning against Dean at the Rumble because I thought, I thought they were setting him up for a match against The Undertaker at WrestleMania, which he would not need the Intercontinental title for. Um... So I thought this was just going to be, let's test Ambrose, push him to his limit, he'll hold the belt, but we're going to just put him through hell before he gets to this match. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, the good thing about it, and Tyler Breeze gave you the momentum to think it, um, you know, Dolph... What, that somebody other than than Dean is going to win? Yeah, exactly. Like, someone else could win. I mean, Dolph even had a a spot. You know, everyone... Yeah, the X-Facts are off the top rope. Stardust looks strong in the match too, which he, he's a jobber typically. Every day, every week, every you know he's been yeah. jobber for months. Start, well, but Owens winning this match scared me a little bit. In in what sense? Because I can see him going into WrestleMania facing the Undertaker as the Intercontinental Champion, but with him winning the Intercontinental Title, I think he'll be defending that title now since he didn't win at the Royal Rumble, and I have a fear. Of something that's going to... Of a, stro- of a strowman. Oh, that's... that's facing not, the Undertaker. I'm not ready to talk about what, what my thought is yet. Well, I guess I'll discuss well, it. Well, let's talk about this the Fatal Five-Way. The Cannonball Spot and uh, all four cards. Hold, hold on. Stay, staying on the Fatal Five-Way and Kevin Owens scaring you there. I mean, if we you're talking a long picture of that, I'm not, I'm not even going to worry about Taker's thing. I just think Kevin Owens getting that title, as much as I wish Dean could go into Mania... With the IC strap, or he could go into this triple threat match. Normally, I want every title being defended or in every single pay per view, but this is the only time it makes sense in my eye. I'm like, you know what? Keep it on Dean. Make him look strong, whether he takes the, the pin or not. Let him go in with the Intercontinental belt. Let him walk out. He's not defending it. But with Kevin Owens having it, I mean, he's all over social media talking about it's his, it's back, and he's keeping it forever. And the thing I think that's going to be look strong. You know, there's a lot of rumors. If if it goes and it ends up is Roman versus Triple H, as much as it could be an enjoyable match, people are not gonna love this match. So you're really giving the chance to whatever Kevin Owens is doing with the Intercontinental Title has a high chance, in my opinion, to be the highlight of Mania. Well, the whole, that whole Roman Reigns Triple H thing is gonna turn into Randy Orton versus Triple H at 25. Nobody wants to see it. So you're gonna hear crickets. <laughs> You are. And then one, another thing after so the match. So that's why Kevin Owens is going to steal at, the well, show after this, with the Intercontinental title. After this match, Ambrose cut a promo that kind of shows that he's on to something bigger. He's like, you know, I lost the Intercontinental title, but I'm on to something. Who knows? If I lose something, they may give me something bigger. To that, to that point, he tells Renee Young how mad he is at the, at the authority, the anger he has. They've taken everything away from me. But I think he said an empty hand is ready to grab for something bigger. Yeah. 
to me, I mean, what, 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 what if I we think, do get that? It's, it's a great tease. If they're just teasing us, I mean, I'm starting as a fan, as a mature fan, as a fan that's been a fan for years. I'm starting to buy into the fact that he might win. He might win. We we might we might. I think get at the, the swerve. very least, due to Vince Russo, we might get the swerve, <laughs> bro. No, not yet. No, <laughs> we we got to make it halfway right, through yeah. the show. Okay, right. but but Ron, Ron, there was somebody who did not like this win. So there was somebody who didn't like this win. Yeah, a fan or somebody like within the somebody TV with, show. with uh, spaghetti hair, bro. That fat Kevin Owens, bro. <laughs> He does say I forget. Oh, is he hating? Why? He is he hating? Why is Vince make him the Intercontinental Champion, bro? (laughs) Kevin Owens is dead in the water. Kevin Owens (laughs) cannot lace Salvio Vega's boots, bro. Well, I know Vince Russo will never watch this, but why did he put the world title on himself and on a a C-plus level player? I'm all about ratings, bro. It was, it was in the USA Today the next day. The, the USA Today, we got a 3.5, bro. <laughs> Yo, bro, your ratings were terrible with WCW. The only time you actually had control. Bro, bro, bro when I was on TV, bro, the well, ratings well, were up. Well, I, I'm going to skip. We're going to go to the next part of the role. I'm going to take your role for a minute, and okay. we're going to go to you. Why'd you drop Mark like that? Why'd you drop Mark? That botch, why'd you drop him? I'm sorry. I keep mixing it up with Big E. Let's go on. It's hard. New day. We got to get into the new day. We'll get get to that. Uh, We had Ambrose, you know, kind of hyping that, you know, it's time for him to get something bigger. It it may just. I mean, they're giving us at least a reason to believe Dean's not just there to take the pin. He may be there to win this match. He may be in line to get a title shot at WrestleMania. I think story wise, it, it it brings you a lot more options if you have Ambrose win. Because if, if Reigns wins, like I think everybody assumes, it's just, okay, Roman title shot at WrestleMania again. We know he's going to beat Triple H eventually. If Ambrose wins, this is the second time a S.H.I.E.L.D. member has kept Roman from the title. You could actually probably kind of still keep Reigns and Brock involved in something or just keep Reigns away from the title for a little while. Um, and I think Ambrose, I mean, if you want fans to get excited, have Ambrose in the main event. Of WrestleMania, that'll be huge. Well, let's talk about Roman for a second. They booked him terribly during this whole situation. He's actually been co- become Dean Ambrose's sidekick. Yeah. Because even last week, he sat behind Dean Ambrose. Do you think that might be intentional, though? It can be because they're trying to throw that swerve. Like we're forgetting about the whole Wyatt family situation with this whole Titan thing. So they're trying to put all the focus on Dean and Roman. I mean, Dean and Brock. But the thing, but the thing with this is, Heyman cuts a promo with Reigns saying. It's either your best friend, your brother, or your daughter. Yeah, you can't have both. You can't you have both. Choose. You got to choose. And then Ambrose started his dirty deeds, proving, hey, Roman, Sunday, it's all about this. That was one care. of the highlights to me was when he went through yeah, the no, dirty we're, deeds. We're, 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 well, that and I think, again, the, the, ha- the, Heyman, the Heyman's <laughs> promo was gold. That was, was gold. But once again, Roman looks stupid. This, during this whole situation, he's been so quiet, he's done nothing but walk down the ring and get hit with a table. And where was Triple H? He should be cutting promos. Where was he? Where was the belt? The only reason he's put, the only reason he should be champion right now is to get heat and cut promos and yeah. put over the title. That's what he's supposed to do. He did it after the Rumble, and that's what he's supposed he to do every week. Since. He hasn't not done it since. No. Another thing I'll he's say. He's a busy man. About, yeah. Well, about, mm-hmm. I mean, well, about Roman, he has been booked terribly. The only time he's been booked good 
was after his match at uh, TLC, and then the next night on Raw. And then went right back to being the same old Roman Reigns stuff. I don't know if either of you listened to X-Pac on the Raw's report I did. last week. He said Hunter had to fight. Yeah, he did. To get Roman, to give him that beatdown at the end. That was what, that's what put Roman Reigns over for two days. Was he beat down Triple H? They didn't want to do it. Triple H had to fight to get them to to do that angle. Well, I, and it's I the need, most I need over, to hear that. Yeah, it's yeah. the most over he's been, and then they stray right away from it. It was a good show. Yeah, so Roman it's good work on H's part, man. Yeah, well, and people hate on him all the time. But he that, he knows what he's doing. He, he he understands what is supposed to be happening out there. It just does not get executed on the big show. It gets executed on the developmental show. Or a side note for all you haters out there. I mean, if Triple H, everyone thinks he's the worst person out there. Don't I mean, get me scarred. Don't know because I got into a heated argument with a friend of mine. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously doing the right thing. I mean, come on, right there <laughs> alone. That expresses. He compared enough. Triple H to this guy. Yeah. And then I was like, no, Triple H. He put everybody over. I'm gonna start calling you the game. Who doesn't put people kings. over? No. That guy. He, you're the king of kings. You're the king of not putting a dollar in that jar. I am the game. Mm. <laughs> who was the best? Who was the best United States champion of 2015? 2015, Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's the best at not oh, saying that name. Why? Last week, I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw, but I had to give him a dollar for being the most creative guy to avoid saying that name. The guy with the shovel, because it buries everybody. <laughs> wow. But we have our, we have our triple threat match. I actually. We talked about the, the go-home Raw for the Rumble was a great setup. This Raw last night I don't think set up the main. I know they're going to use SmackDown. It set nothing. It, Smack, yeah, and, SmackDown and matters normally, now. We don't normally talk about SmackDown, but and it's obviously being recorded right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, while we're filming this, you guys will be seeing it tomorrow, but this is uh, Tuesday night. They're filming SmackDown, and obviously some bigger stars are there than normal. The yeah, last they're, they're most, I actually got it, I think, being recorded tonight. Uh, maybe yeah. I, said, I said it to be recorded last night or last week, thinking that's when uh, Brock was going to be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching it back. I'm like, but the last, Zero, where's Zero, Zero, Brock Zero. at? <laughs> but within the last month, SmackDown's been better than Raw. Everything, been. everything happens on SmackDown. Since SmackDown moved to USA, it's been the superior show. They want you it, to, it's they, as if Paul Heyman is running that show again. Road Dog. <laughs> yeah. Road Dog is. The guy who says wins and losses don't count is running the better show right now. But we'll, we'll, move, we'll move. Yeah, he's been saying a lot of stuff. He he's had wins and losses, the titles, nothing matters mm-hmm. right now to him. Yeah, uh, we have the Intercontinental feud now, which obviously is Kevin. Road Dog, you were a terrible Intercontinental <laughs> champion. Just in case you ever watch this, you, you were terrible with the IC title. They should have gave it to Billy way before they gave it to you. How did you feel I'm about him? <laughs> How did you feel about Road Dog as a tag team champion? You loved him, right? Great. He was great on the mic, but what was his finishing move? Pump handle slam and the shake rattle and roll. Yeah. The knee drop. Shake rattle and roll. Yeah, that's terrible. That's like the uh, five five knuckle shuffle by John Cena. <laughs> I, got, I got a dollar for myself. Yeah. You just wanted to throw a dollar. Well, because you're getting oh, the belt out of this, so you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to get this belt as fast as possible. Yeah, we're ordering that thing this week. <laughs> uh, the IC title now back around the waist and over the shoulder of Kevin Owens. I believe we're all pretty happy about that. It almost seems now. We talked about this last week about how Ziggler now keeps beating Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens keeps losing. It almost looks like they knew what they were doing ahead of time because now they have a ready-made match for Fastlane. He's obviously, I think, not going to lose that title to Ziggler at Fastlane. 
But I think Kevin Owens is the best guy in the company to be holding that title. Yeah. If it's not Dean, I I mean, if it's not Dean, I mean, I think they should explore it with more NXT guys. I think anyone that won that match would have been good. I think the most shocking thing would have been Stardust winning that match. I could be wrong, but... Tyler would have been shocked. I mean, either of those two winning would have been shocking. Um... We have we we mentioned already. Kevin Owens had the the little interview with Renee Young in the back where he said, "This title's mine. I told you. Admit I was right." Then Ziggler comes out with the sarcastic slow clap, challenge him to the match. Kevin Owens, nah. Which was a great response, great heel response. Just dismisses him. Obviously, that match is going to happen. Um, I don't know. I think I think the Intercontinental Title was in danger. It was at its highest point in a long time after the Last Man Standing match. And I think it was slowly, week by week, losing... It, because it wasn't getting that... Well, because the guy who was holding it was trying to get something else instead. In, in I, I don't think just that he... You know, and I don't, I don't want to talk bad about Dean. I mean, it's because... Well, it's not you know, Dean told, it's the story. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, Dean comes out... He came out, cut that promo last night, and he was wearing the Intercontinental title. But half of Raw last week... He wasn't even wearing the belt. Right. He didn't come out with the belt when he challenged Brock. I mean, it's like he doesn't care about it. I mean, you know, if we go back to episode one, who do you say is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time? Of all time? Savage. Savage. So, Savage was a Mania 3 Intercontinental title match, stole the show. So, you know, we're fast-forwarding 29 years, and there is a good chance that Mania this year... The Intercontinental belt could steal the show. I mean, when could you? When, when's the last Mania that the Intercontinental title mattered? Not many, because the Intercontinental title's only been defended what? Don't two, say it. Two times since 2002. Is that Mania? Is that, really? Is that a, yeah. Two? Yeah, because at I'm 20, not gonna argue. This guy's. I mean, neither. But that's no, because at 20, no, because before WrestleMania 28, it wasn't defended wow. in 10 years. At WrestleMania. That's insane. RVD was the champion. RVD beat Ryu at, beat at WrestleMania Ryu, yeah, 18. 18. And then it wasn't defended, I don't believe, until Cody Rose fought the Big Show. Wow. And, that, and that table match, that was terrible. That, the table match was the last the month after that at Extreme Rules. Well, that was the Mania? No. Okay. So, okay, so they've not done a good job of presenting the Intercontinental Championship on the biggest stage of all. No. Which I didn't realize, and I'm, that's, that's insane. Yeah. How, like, yeah, how are people going to care about it if you don't even have it on the biggest show? But it will matter now because Kevin Owens makes it matter. He and Dolph Ziggler will have a great match at Fastlane. And I think, I don't know, maybe, I don't, I don't know who's going to defend it against at Mania, but I believe it will still be on his waist at Mania. He will have arguably the match of the night. Um, then... As far as, uh, oh, I guess we, I forgot, we forgot about, uh, no, we did talk about Roman and the, the promo with Heyman. Yeah, we did. Well, I came in later at Raw. What happened in between? In between, we just kind of had the, uh, there was a lot that happened in between. That was the, the same. <laughs> Anything now. good? No, I mean, we're kind of going out Probably of order not. a little bit. Probably not good. Um, but the Intercontinental title is in a good spot. I do think, and I'm about to throw a dollar in here, I was going to say this to later, but I think that. Owens is not going to have a match with Taker because I think somehow John Cena is going to make oh. his way back for WrestleMania. Even even in and the have rumor a match mill. with the Undertaker. <laughs> even I in have the rumor it. Mill. Well, it wasn't the rumor mill. I saw something he tweeted yesterday. Yeah, he did. Tw- he did make a tweet. He tweeted it. Cena tweeted that uh, he's about to push himself. He's taking risks. You get nowhere in life without taking risks. And hey, you're another dollar closer to your Cena spinner. 
Now you got to throw another one in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you don't care because you're trying to get this belt. We may have it by the end of We're the night. Singles. Um, All right, let's go. Yeah, I, I do feel like though they they kind of knew maybe what they were doing. They they had a plan for this IC title. Maybe once they knew that guy was going to come back for WrestleMania or he had a chance, they figured, okay, we'll give him the belt back. Uh, probably the third biggest storyline is still AJ Styles and Y2J. The I love Miz, that storyline. The Miz is thrown in there a little bit. Yeah, he's. But you know, this is this has been a great like storyline. Great matches. Uh, rare time when a guy in AJ Styles gets to show that he's important based on what he does in the ring as opposed to what he says on the microphone. Everything becomes about what you're talking on the microphone all the time. He has not really talked. He's only performed, and he's performed incredibly well. He has the one loss to Jericho, which I didn't love. But they, I think at the very they, they least... That, he needed the, Jericho needed to win that match. Yeah, because now it, it, makes, it makes the next match important. It's a rubber match. Jericho had something to prove. And you can't, I, don't, I just don't think you have AJ just come in and just steamroll right through everybody. I know a lot of people were upset with it, said he wasn't ready to lose yet. Uh, but he's ultimately going to win I the think, feud anyway. I think it was awesome that Jericho won on SmackDown. Uh, I mean, Jericho loses too often, in my opinion. It could be me being a Jericho fan, but it made sense. Jericho Jericho Holic. Jericho Holic, <laughs> yeah. Jericho didn't win the first match, he didn't win a match on Raw, he won a match on SmackDown. And, you know, he's doing the right heel things, you know, after a tag match they went together, he, he hits him with the uh, Skull Crusher, is that what it's called? The code, code Breaker. Code Breaker. No, code breaker. <laughs> yeah, so Jericho hits him with the Code Breaker, and, you know, it goes on, they have their match, and he wins. I mean, it's good. It's the first match he loses, aside from the 30-man Rumble match. Uh, they're, they're booking AJ right. I mean, if you look at how they treat anyone else from the Indies, they're putting him right on the main roster. He matters. He's he beats a former world champion in his first match. So what? He he loses a match. He, look look at how they treated. You know they hate hearing about it. But Punk, it was be, Punk was before his time. They buried him, unburied him, buried him, buried him. Um, Daniel Bryan, who just retired. You know when he first came over, he was. This with NXT, this with Nexus, gone back forth, U.S. champ, slowly jobbing back and forth, uh, shortest match in Mania history, and AJ, they're, they're doing him right. Yeah, so far, they have not, they've handled everything right with him. The commentary is actually good on those matches. Jericho was great in commentary on his match the other night. I thought uh, Jericho uh, on Raw... To me, he was the best commentator at the table Jericho, during that match. The guest commentator on Raw is always the best commentator <laughs> on Raw. Jericho, he put AJ over so much in this match. But one thing that he did I, that I enjoyed, he's still playing playing off this rookie angle. Yeah. He says he's AJ great in the ring. He's rookie here. But he made rookie mistakes in the ring with me. That's why he lost on SmackDown. Right. But still, he constantly puts AJ's ability, ability over in the ring. He's not even talking down about AJ's in-ring work or anything. He is calling it what it is and telling him, telling him how good he is, but he's still a rookie. And he did a he did a smart heel move. He's not actually officially a heel yet by um saying, and, I'll let you know Thursday. Yeah, I don't know yet. Thursday. Yeah. But I'll let you know Thursday. <laughs> but we already know this match is going to happen at Fastlane. So um, what do you guys have for Sunday? What are you guys going with? In that match... AJ. I think AJ's definitely yeah. going to win that feud. I think yeah. AJ wins. Jericho's going to put him over. I mean, I think it's going to be a unanimous decision on the 
you know, the table here. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> AJ. Well, they built they built up. I see the future. All the time. <laughs> but the th- but the thing with this is, the more and more I think about this with Jericho, I don't, he said he won't be at WrestleMania, but with this feud, I think it's it's clear because after this, who are you going to put him against? Jer- this is a marquee feud that, that should be at WrestleMania, not at Fastlane. If Jer- when Jericho loses, what do you do with him? I thought about maybe put him with the Undertaker because we even that's one of the matches we've rarely seen. But you, how are you going to put him in the Undertaker? And he's coming off losses to AJ, to AJ Styles. Right, yeah, that there's no any reason sense. for him to be in that feud. So, I think AJ goes over, and maybe you see AJ hopefully not in a multi-man match, maybe a one-on-one match for the Intercontinental title. Well, my hope is he ends up, he may end up strong. in an inter- Intercontinental title match with Kevin Owens. That's, that that's would what steal I the think show. is going to. I mean... I think they teased it at the Rumble. I think that's. I think you guys that's are teasing, validating my point. <laughs> if it's Kevin Owens and AJ at Mania, I mean, if that's a prediction we're saying accumulatively, it could happen. If it does, I don't care who Triple H goes with. If it's Brock again at Mania, if it's Roman, if it's Dean, if it's Roman, it's going to be crickets. It, it, <laughs> yeah. I don't care which one of them it is. If it's Dean, it's going to be a good match. If it's Brock, it's going to be a good match. If it's it'll be Roman, like the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia. It doesn't matter who he faces. It's going to be a good match, whether it's any of those three, but Kevin Owens and AJ will put her on a better show. It'll tear the house down. And I think they they, te- they gave you a setup for that at the Rumble with Owens throwing him out. Yeah. He's in there for 28 minutes. Owens comes in, throws him out. That's why I said it almost looks like WWE had knew what they were doing. Maybe this is Dewey Foley but Ron, wrote this storyline. I don't know. But Ron, Ron, I, I hate saying it. Uh-huh. I've been watching too many like DVDs from like the 90s. If you watch like uh, the Clicks DVD... They say back then Vince used to know like programming for a year out. Yeah. I I almost want to say Vince is more hands on than he was at least the last. And they're eight I, years I feel like they're booking as they go now. But well, well, no, I would say all 2015, all 2014, all 2013 they were booking as they go. I'm thinking right now they're actually looking they're at, ahead. It, it with what we're saying here, it makes you think it. It could. I mean, it, they, it could be. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it, it remains to be seen. We still have, what, seven weeks to go before WrestleMania? But if that ends up being a match for the Intercontinental Championship, that really elevates the Intercontinental title, especially if it, if it ends up being the match of the night. And, too, yeah, it would look like, okay, we knew two months in advance exactly what we were going to do with these this storyline. Yeah, you put the two indie darlings in, the, in for the Intercontinental title. Mm. Uh, another thing I'll say, I think the Miz has looked really good at being like the this third the, this player. Has been the Miz, this has been the Miz's best work in years. Yeah, I've enjoyed the Miz, and I'm not a real big Miz fan. Me, in neither am I, but I can't. But this take has been his best work him. in years. His matches have been good. I feel like when he's been anywhere near a microphone, he's been good. I mean, he's he's been the irritant for AJ Styles. Jericho has only really been saying AJ Styles is good. I just don't know if I like him, and I don't know if he's great. He's good. I don't know if he's great. He has to prove that to me. That's not antagonizing. That's just saying, I need to see what this guy has. Let him show me. The Miz has been resentful, bitter, envious, trying to make him his next Daniel Bryan, taking credit for what Daniel Bryan became. And like I said, his matches have been good. I think he's, he's obviously, I don't think it's going to be a triple threat match. 
Uh, Joe mentioned that I think either last week or the week before he thought it might be a triple threat match. Oh, that was so silly. <laughs> that was so silly. So that's not going to happen. That jobber. But I, I won't speak on Miz because I'm trying to keep this a, uh, what's this, a, a family show? Yeah, yeah it's a family show. So I'm not going to speak on the Miz, who is the worst WWE champion of all time. Vince McMahon was a better WWE champion. Than, he is the worst the WWE was. champion of all time, but that, that doesn't take away from as the third guy in this feud. He's done a really good job. He's done a good job. But I still can't speak about him. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. You don't need to. I'm. Mean, I don't. I don't need you to talk about him. We just. I'm just giving him a little bit of credit because right. I don't like Let him. Let me go over to the next side. <laughs> uh, one, one, another key player I feel like in this storyline is Mara Ranello. Yes. His commentating on he SmackDown. Good. He good. I'll talk about. He's him. great. He's good. Okay, so we'll talk about Mara now. <laughs> I think he puts over AJ. More than anybody. He puts over all talent. He does. He calls, he calls the moves. He talks about what he did before he was in WWE. And he has a connection with AJ from New Japan. He does. I think he's been a very key part. That, because AJ's story is being told through the commentary, which does not happen for almost anybody else on the roster. I'm going to go on a side note real okay. quick. Because JBL does it too. Why is it... What is it about New Japan that... WWE commentators are allowed to acknowledge that, but nothing else. Well, I think they have a work, somewhat of a work, kind of, somewhat of a working relationship and acknowledgement because they always you know, reference New that? Japan. And I, I don't know why they do that. I don't. Have you heard that? I have some kind of some kind of a good acknowledgement no agreement. Than us. No, I don't think you guys he, both know more than me. No, because yeah, even, even when um, they were doing all those Finn Balor vignette, vignettes from Beast in the East, they show old in Japan footage. Okay. They did. I mean, New You're, Japan. Sure, you has, got a point because NXT stuff still does show his old stuff. You got a point there. I, th- yeah, I don't know because New Japan has a deal with Ring of Honor. Yeah, no, but so I don't know. But I'm glad they're doing it because it's it's telling you this guy is somebody. He has accomplished something, not just a guy. We won't talk about what he did. We'll act like he's good. You're telling the viewer who may not be familiar with AJ Styles, this guy's important, and here's why. So I they're, think they're acknowledging not just oh he was great in the Indies they're saying a company name which, right exactly I mean which is I, a big deal. you figure I think it was in the Rumble they even acknowledged you know he's a former New Japan champion just like Brock Lesnar right yeah compare him to Brock when he mm-hmm. the first night he walks out <laughs> I mean, on what, what what a what a comparison. Yeah, well, I, even who, from who who's, who said it Cole JBL I think it was Cole I mean who was, it was JBL was probably my O'Moral. I know Morrill said no, 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 no. no. At the Rumble, oh, J- JBL. Yeah, yeah JBL said that. I knew you know it. Uh, tag division, everyone's favorite tag team, the New Day. They had a promo on Edge and Christian last night. They're going. They're I guess not having a match at Fast Lane. They're doing what the Cutting Edge Peep Show. Peep Show. I so, can't wait. So we're gonna get a comedy act sometime during the show. I kind of like that. I think there's the chance because, and again, because. You still got the rumor uh, Kevin Owens doesn't want to defend the title. Jericho hasn't said yes. After you get those yes, the card probably will be full, but there is the chance that the New Day could get forced into a tag match during the show. They could. Because they got enough reasons why you want to watch it, and older fans may want to watch it. It's not the pre-show? No. It's not? No, No, the pre-show is the U.S. title match. Yeah, the two out of three falls, Kalisto and oh, that's two out of three falls. Yeah, but that's they do that that stipulation and it's on the, the pre-show. Yeah, <laughs> kind of weird. Um, that's the most aggressive pre-show I've heard. It probably in a while. is. Uh, 
So the New Day, I actually think it makes sense to not have them in a match at this show because there's no new match for them to do. We've seen all these matches with the Usos and the Dudleys. We've seen it all. So I think just save them for WrestleMania. Whoever wins, I believe it's it's probably... Maybe pass Fastlane defend the titles, but... Yeah, but I mean, they will be defending the titles at Mania. I I guess they won't be defending the titles at Fastlane. Uh, But it'll be funny, whatever they... I mean, Edge and Christian, hilarious. All three members of the New Day, hilarious. Yeah, man. I assume we'll see a kazoo. And Francesca. Francesca 2.0. will be there. Uh, I forget. I'm trying. Do you think somebody will bring out a recorder? Because they mentioned the recorder last. <laughs> no. You don't think we'll see a recorder? No. I'm I'm going out on a limb and I'm predicting a recorder at Fast Lane. Prediction. I don't know if anybody else agrees with me, but well, I know you don't because you'd already said it. But. <laughs> I I I'm counting on humor. <laughs> All right, so and, it'll, it'll be funny. They're, they're gonna make gonna it get. funny. All three guys from New Day. They're gonna put on. It's gonna be entertaining. It. I hope it doesn't steal the show. I hope we get some good action in the ring, but it's going to be a highlight. That's a fact. Well, as much as we love the New Day, they really only came out. They cut a promo. Uh, they called Mark Henry Booty, said he could have been the world's strongest unicorn, but he chose against that. He comes out, has a match with our boy Big E over here. A botched big ending. That good job. It was a weird pinfall. I don't know. But the biggest story in the tag team division right now is, would you like to be the one to... I would love to. Okay. I would love to. Okay, go ahead. The second highlight of this show, and last week, aside from Intercontinental Heat going on, this show, is Thou Shalt Not Mess with the Dudleys. <laughs> the Dudleys are back to being heels, uh-huh. and this is great. This is great for the Dudleys. This is great for the tag division. This is great for Bubba. This is great for Devon, and this is great for Paul, because Paul even, you know, uh, Michael Cole, I think, was the one smart enough to acknowledge when he came out and attacked Rick. A rare moment of intelligence for Michael Cole. A rare moment of intelligence, <laughs> but it was great. So you got them out there. You know, Last week, they cut the heel promo on SmackDown. No more tables. There will not be tables. We're not going to use them. And they said, and it's been the tease. You see it on social media. Bubba Ray is always talking about going for the tag belts, going for the tag belts. The, from the moment they came back several months ago, I was I need. I want them to grab the tag belts again. Nine times. And he kept saying, he's like, our lineage will not be defined by tables. It will be defined by championships. They'll win the, they'll beat the, they'll win the tag titles on an episode of Raw or SmackDown. Before so you, you don't think, you don't think it'll Smack. be at Mania. You think they'll no. be before Mania. No. Do you think it's before after? They never let the Dullies win at Mania. <laughs> never. Wow. They never let the Dullies win But they win are going to get... WWE title reign. They'll be 10. A, they'll be a ten time tag team from the champion. perfect ten. They will get. Yeah. <laughs> my question to you is: Do you see? A I feel like I'm not supposed to call myself before. the perfect ten. I think they'll go into Mania as a champion, but they'll drop them to the New Day. At Mania, so yes. New Day loses and then wins it back yes. at Mania. Well, that crowd would get would would pop for that, I guess. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the argument. I think there's going to be a transitional tag team. It makes no sense. Uh, New Day, as much as love as they get, just like. Fans like us are gonna like well, fans like me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna love the Dudleys as heels. I'm gonna love them as heels. New Day are heels, so I don't see the titles swapping from a heel faction to another heel team. It's gonna go. But the feud. It, it, there's the, gonna be a transitional team. Some babyface is gonna win it for a day or so, and Dudleys are gonna steal but it. But the feud between the Dudleys, Usos, and New Day. You can even book a triple threat match on Raw or SmackDown. And what they pinned the Usos. Or they beat the New Day. It doesn't really matter. But the thing is, the Dullies, they never go out of Mania. The Dullies are coming to coming to WrestleMania, what, two, three times the tag team champions and never left with the tag team titles? 
He's comparing it from over a, a year. Uh, He's <laughs> over. Never. They're trying to rebuild a tag team division the same way they did in the Attitude Era right now. Yeah, I changed my hair a lot since the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think there's any chance the Dudleys win the titles at Mania? No. If they're good. Uh, if they're smart, they want to give us that feel-good moment at the show. Mania is in April. We're still in the middle of February. Those titles will be will be defended. It's going to be defended against the, either the Usos or the Dudleys. The Dudleys will win the tag team Preferably titles. the Dudleys because I'm kind of over the Usos. Like, everybody is, I think. I mean, I'm, you know... And they're they, good in the ring. But. Everyone, all the articles saying, the commentators saying, you know, they're not a nostalgic team. However, I'm a junkie for them as a nostalgic well fan. So my thing is, heels, I'm loving it. The Dudleys, they're doing the right thing. I want them to win the tag titles. I don't care how they do it, but I don't care. I My prediction, there's going to be a transitional team. I don't think the, the Dudleys. Dudleys are going to. No, I don't think that the Dudleys are going to take it from someone else. No. Right, well, no. <laughs> we got two predictions here. No. I I'll bet the whole scenage are against it. <laughs> well we gotta count those dollars. <laughs> there's it there's gotta be at least sixty five dollars in there now. Maybe more. Yeah. Somebody suggested we buy a t shirt the first week. We could buy three t shirts, I think, with a good promo code on WWE.com. <laughs> oh no no, no we can't plug them yet. <laughs> We're gonna edit that out. <laughs> What's next? What came after the Dudley? Well, the tag division is in good hands with a heel, a heel Dudley boys. I think that's a fact, and it gives something, you know, something a different spin to something the New Day will ultimately do. Uh, we had the divas action. We had two divas matches on Raw. Yeah, they got a lot that of time lasted, on Raw this week. A well, the, the matches only lasted less than seven minutes. They got a long promo that probably nobody. I shouldn't say nobody needed to see it. The promo got some good heat on Charlotte. Which was needed. But Brie is atrocious. She, you, you, you notice how she talks? She, she pronounces every letter and every word. It looks like she's reading <laughs> off... Somebody's holding a cue card up she in talk, the crowd. She, talk so, she talks so slow to pronounce every letter in the word. You have the nerve <laughs> to come out here and talk about my, my husband and my sister. You say you <laughs> hurt my sister. It was awful. Is Brie here? <laughs> <laughs> well, what was worse, my my uh, Rose impression or my Brie impression? Oh, Pashy baby. <laughs> Pashy baby. Pashy baby. <laughs> Listen, Daniel, Daniel Bryan, if you have any heat about what you're hearing here, it's cool. Don't come over here. We'll give you another concussion. But <laughs> I don't dislike Brie Bella as a human being. I just think she's she's not adding anything. No. Anything to the Divas division. Yeah, she's I mean, not adding Nikki's anything always been the better worker of the Divas. No, but this is what Charlotte had to do. Whether it's promos or what. Charlotte needed this. This was a perfect opportunity for Charlotte to capitalize and gain heat. You notice how she stepped forward. Rick did nothing in this promo except said, smiled we, we, in the background. He just loved background. everything she did. Put, put, put her, put her, yeah, like, the proud daddy yeah. putting her over. Right. She took full control. The Lion Knight, your goat vegan babies. She got the perfect heat. It was it was much needed. I think we all agree that Charlotte leaves the leaves with the Divas title. No doubt, yeah. They're, uh, they're, we discussed last week, I was afraid they were going to give it to Brie out of some I, type I, of sympathy. I, 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 I'm Yo, still bro, afraid. What kind of swerve would it be? I'm, I'm still leaves. afraid because there's, there's rumblings talking about she may be leaving Fastlane mm-hmm. or, 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 or WrestleMania. Right. But I'm still, they, I don't that think double they, sympathy? I, I think they know they can't do that. You I, under, I you think it would, it, would, it would play kayfabe real well, and you you will believe into... So, the, yeah, they, they get the smarts all riled up. 
I had someone tag me in something on Facebook today. It was a okay. three-minute video of um, Daniel Bryan and uh, Brie Bella both talking about... Oh, on Good Morning America. Yeah, Good Morning America. They're talking about concussions, and they even tease... They even tease the going into her retiring. Yeah. So... It's almost a guarantee. I'm going to go with the prediction. Charlotte wins. She retains. If Brie wins, I give credit to everyone behind the scenes in WWE are doing better than they've done in the last 16 years because you got Good Morning America telling you this girl's going to retire. She's going to spend time with her husband. Okay. Or she can say, hey, I don't care how bad I am on the mic. I'm going to come in. They're going to give me the title out of sympathy. And you know what? Let her rock out with it. I don't care. Maybe she drops the title the next night. I think she should win because the three of us don't see it. Okay. I got I got another bet for you. I'll bet you everything in this jar that she, <laughs> that she comes up to D-Bride Music, does all the moves, except for the headbutt. The You're only thing I want to see her try to do is the his music? Yes. I bet you she does... At, she already does all his other all his moves, but she adopts the whole move set. You'll see a yes lock, wow. the kicks. I don't know. You, you read too many dirt sheets for me. The I'll, only, I'll, 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 I only I don't read. I don't listen to those liars. <laughs> you are those liars. No, I use my eyes to make you my are dirt those sheets. Liars. <laughs> the only move I want to see her do out of Daniel Bryan's move set is the diving headbutt. I don't want to see her. I want to see her dive through the ropes. She <laughs> okay. might already do that. She, I think she does. She does. I think her and Nikki do that as like a, a duo. Um, Today, draw do through the uh, the top the hole or row. the bottom hole. Second should, row. Since they're girls, they should go through the the bottom, bottom one. <laughs> I would I would be more impressed. <laughs> so we we agree. Charlotte got some needed heat. Brie Bella should not be on a microphone. Uh, I really don't even think they should be doing that match. But whatever. Summer Rae gets a rare win over Paige. Good for Summer Rae. I love Summer Rae. Do you? I, I think she's very. That she, was the first. Work, do you okay. like her? She's in total divas, or no. do you like her because no. Her? Summer Rae can actually work. No, she's a decent worker. She can actually work. Nobody ever. She's a good hand. As yeah, Stone Cold she will always. They will always throw her superstars and main event. But so, but Summer Rae can actually work. Because even her work in NXT before this whole Diva Revolution thing, Summer Rae can actually work. I, I'm a fan of Summer Rae just because her name rings bells in my household because my son's a fan. But <laughs> good choice, Troy. He, he, he's been, he's been a fan since uh, Fandango and her. He's, he's, yeah. But the, my thing is with Summer Rae winning, they did a they, they gave her a lot of time and she got in a lot of offense on Paige. With the finish, I wasn't sure if that was supposed to be a finish. If you mm. notice, if you notice, yeah, it was space, it was a botch. Maybe maybe she botched the inside cradle, yeah. which she did. But I don't know if Paige is supposed to kick out. But the fact that they showcase all Summer Rae's move sets and her athleticism, maybe that sh- maybe they're going to elevate Summer Rae into the deepest division, knowing that Breeze possibly leaving soon. Which is good because we've discussed before they need New like faces. lower stories. It can't just be about the Divas title. They need a secondary yeah, Divas story, so they need more people to be involved in it. Uh, once again, I save the best for last. The angle involving Sasha Banks. On SmackDown, she has a match with Naomi. Great match for, you know, a Divas SmackDown match. Uh, she has the, the angle where she's now teaming with Becky. Reluctantly, but Team Bay is back together for the time being to take on what's left of Team Bad. He only addresses SmackDown because Sasha was on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I address no, I, 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 I like SmackDown now. Well, me too. I, I, I find myself tuning in on a reg. Sasha had a good match on SmackDown. She comes out to make the save for Becky last night. Um, they're going to team up against Team Bad or what's left of it. Clearly, Becky and Sasha are going to win in what I assume will be 
basically a squash match. Her entrance coming out was was it was good. Oh yeah, it was good. Oh, Sasha. Yeah, she came out. You knew she mean, meant business. Took the earrings. Took the hoops. Yeah, earrings. <laughs> She's been doing that a lot lately. Even uh-huh. at the Rumble, she came out. She threw the rings off. Uh-huh. She's been coming out with a lot of attitude lately. Yeah, I mean, if you go off, I mean, her character is just so real. It's 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 great. No, she yes, it's probably the the best female character ever they've ever come up with. Yeah, I mean, it's, and she's only twenty three years her. old. Twenty three. Twenty three. Oh, I thought she just had a birthday and turned twenty four. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to help you out for a second. Uh, judging by that, we're going to go off. You sent her a card wrong. Did any of you guys see I, that six-man tag? I promise tag? you I didn't. You guys see that six-man tag? What came after? There was a six-man tag. There was a six-man tag. The League of Nations Booty. won. Del Rio actually, Booty. Even, even though I hate this finishing move, Booty. because the guy taking it has to prop himself up on the ropes and wait for it, it wasn't on the turnbuckle this time. Did you see the match or no? Uh, I'm not going to address it. I skimmed okay. through it. it so, you know, there's so nothing about that. I mean, I was happy to see Sin Cara back. I'm a Sin Cara fan. I don't have nothing bad to say about Callisto. I think Callisto is great. But I've always been a fan of the nine people that play Sin Cara. Okay. <laughs> my, th- my thing is, I, I, you know, I, I like seeing their in-ring work. I, I'm more watching that match for the Lucha Dragons than I watch it for Neville. Nothing bad to say about Neville. I just prefer watching the Luchas. They, they, just put, on, they put on good work. They're a great tag team. Yeah, they're great. But the finish on that match was he was actually in the middle of the ring holding himself up on the ropes. And Del Rio jumped from the turnbuckle to the middle of the ring and landed the double foot stomp for the pin. He's the one with that more than once. Yeah, unfortunately, the the U.S. title has definitely taken a back seat. Well, look, I'm going to steal his job for a second, and I'm going to dive right into prediction. So, Ron, what do you think? So, we're going into Fastlane. Uh Uh-huh. It's going to be uh, best set of th- two best out of three falls. Two out of three falls. Show. It's going to be Del Rio and Callisto. Who do you think takes the title? Callisto. I, I think there's no reason to have him drop the belt again. I think they know he can have a good match with any smaller guy on the roster. He I think he has match. a good match with anyone on the roster. Well, with anyone. But I, I think they're going to use the U.S. title. We discussed this that a lot of the NXT guys are smaller yeah. than you realize. Yeah, that, that's a fact. And then they get up there and. Sometimes, like Tyler Breeze, he got pushed right to the to the bottom because Vince didn't believe in him. I think the U.S. division can be used to give all those smaller guys something to do, and they can put on great matches and make that belt mean something. Uh, it may not mean what it meant when when that guy held it when they had the open challenge every oh, week. <laughs> uh, John Cena, the act, the real best U.S. champion of 2015. Um, All right. But, uh, yeah, I think Kalisto holds on to that belt. Aaron, who do you see winning the U.S. title this Sunday? Kalisto. I just want this to be over. (laughs) You know know what I'm liking about this? For once, it seems like to be unanimous decisions for our our predictions. So... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to try because I would probably do it too good. (laughs) Well, that Raw closed with... A very subpar segment with the Wyatts. Who the hell booked that? <laughs> the Big Show. Ryback came out. Kane came up from under the ring. It, w- it was a waste of 15 minutes. All right. I'm, we move on. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to pretend I didn't watch it. So. And it, it made, I'm gonna it made Stone Cold just... have to waste 10 minutes on his podcast. Is, waiting is, for... this what, is this what happened? Did... Wait. Ryback came out. He gave the, um, the meat hook to Kane? 
No, no, no. It's a big show because he doesn't like either. No, they're they're, they're, no, they're, they're on a, a team. team now. Wait, but I thought Kane and Big Show recently turned on each other. No. <laughs> look, look. This this is the Big Show you're talking about, Eric. <laughs> That's all they do heel. is turn and turn back. He's face again. Yeah. All right. So again, I'm just gonna go back to an earlier segment, like the Miz. I'm not gonna address this because you've you got three guys that are. Yeah, these three guys that you do know they're bad talk, guys. Do we have to talk about this? No, can we go we on to the next thing? I don't. Want, I don't want to talk. I don't about this want to talk about Ryberg. The <laughs> yeah, they're they're doing Bray bad here again. Um, bottom, bottom, yeah, it was it was a waste of the last ten minutes of the show. Bottom line, we got a six. It man. required Stone Cold to kill ten minutes by himself on his podcast. God damn, <laughs> waiting for the big show to get into the studio. Got me wasting ten minutes <laughs> for this podcast um, gimmick. <laughs> yeah, the, he does call everything a gimmick. Um, so Raw, basically, the, the go-home Raw for Fastlane, I think, was below average. I'd give it a 4 out of 10. Not a lot happened. Nothing really all that interesting took place. And we're giving uh, 2 out of that to the IC match, and then 2 of it to... Yeah, more, more than half of it. Well, so, uh, yeah, half of it, I'd say, goes to, to the IC match that opened the show. Yeah. Great idea too, having a match. With Maybe we give three of that to that and show. one point to Heyman. I mean, why well, give a point to Sasha Banks too? Obviously, of course you do. Oh, but I'm, not, I'm not knocking you, girl. We, we forgot. We forgot to say who's gonna win this six man with the Wyatts and well, Ryan, I don't think, I don't Ryan think we have to. Show. The Wyatts. I'll, I'll speak. Do we Wyatt's. care about that match? Wyatts. I don't. It's booty. I don't care. Well, so I guess actually, before we go on to NXT, real quick. We have we already mentioned the two out of three falls match. We all agree. Kalisto holds on to the belt. Um, we have you know, you know hold on. I, I'll, I'll help you out there, my friend. Mm-hmm. The only thing we didn't address is who wins the main event. This is the only match we did not address. Our prediction. We're we're gonna knock out our predictions for the pay per view. The last thing we don't need a recap. Who yeah, wins right. the main okay. event? Main, right. main event. I'm gonna say Ambrose. I'm going in. Roman Reigns. <laughs> so that's that's I know that's not what you want. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go I want with. Ambrose to win so bad, but I'm going Roman Reigns. This is what I'm going to go with. Brock gets eliminated by both Roman and Dean. No, no. Hold on, hold on. And then what happens is they get in the ring, they double clothesline each other and cover each other. We got a triple threat from Manny. Just kidding. That was a swerve. That's not good. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm, I'm, I'm predicting Roman. I think they tricked us all. They're making us think Dean. If Dean wins, I will be happier. I'd rather be wrong. I'm predicting Roman. Yeah, either the Wyatt family gets involved or Ambrose... Yeah, they're going to get involved They're going to get involved Rock. in this match and stop... Because he's one of the... T- There's only two titans in the WWE they've been taken out. And that's t- like the t- Undertaker and Brock. So either that... What do you Wyatt, mean? They took Undertaker out like 19 times. They didn't actually beat him. But the thing is, other than that, the only tight, so-called Titan left is Brock. But after that, what do you do with Dean? He's just going to be wandering around doing nothing. They want you to forget about it. But I don't think Dean Ambrose would forget so quickly that he had this obsession with um, Brock Lesnar. Right. Well, so you guys both think Roman. I'm going Ambrose. I'm actually going to change so, my So we, we all got the tease of uh-huh. the, the dirty deeds going down to Roman. It was, am I the only one not disappointed that, you know, and when... didn't get it? Why did Roman no, spare no. him? Why? Why? That's exactly what I was going to. I was, I was just, waiting for it. He walked to the corner yeah, and Roman Dean walked to the camera. The camera was a white. Why did he that or Superman punch? I thought something was coming. Yeah. Why did he even attempt to hit him? It's like Ambrose had to hit dirty deeds. If it, Vince, I if think, you're writing this, you're doing something wrong. 
I mean, if this was 99, you'd at least been letting these guys hit each other. Here's I know we're I not going to get it fingers, but... I think, and I don't know anything, obviously, I'm not talking to anybody on the inside. I look at it like Roman is underestimating Dean. Roman is viewing this match like, this is really me against Brock. We were the main event at WrestleMania last year. I took Brock to the limit. Brock didn't beat me. This is me against Brock, and he's underestimating Dean. I think they tease the Dirty Deeds on Monday, and I think it pays off at Fastlane, and Ambrose gets the win over Roman. Well, the thing I'm agreeing with you is Dean. the reason why it makes sense that Dean could win and there's good teasing, Dean's been in Brock's face. He's been talking about Brock. I want Brock. I'm going to beat Brock. I'm going to do this. I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. And he hasn't. You know, history proves you keep hearing something and it doesn't happen or in free television at the pay-per-view it happens. I uh, Yes. So I, that's why I kind of believe that may happen. And again, I'm hoping Dean wins. And like you said at the start of the show, him dropping the Intercontinental title makes you think there's something bigger. An empty hand the, the is second, ready to grab the, something bigger. The second Owens pin... Um, Tyler Breeze? Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> the second Tyler Breeze got uh, pinned with that pop-up powerbomb, I was like, they're on to something here. My boy going to have that big strap. So I'm also going to go ahead and change my prediction in the Divas title match. I do. I think Brie Bell is going to beat Charlotte. All right. Well, that was a I don't thing. want that to happen, but... I predicted earlier. Now, so so we got two two matches, Divas title and WWE title. They're the only ones for this weekend that we are not all in agreement with. I think they're the only two that aren't completely obvious. Well, I think I mean good. I think Roman Reigns is, is kind of the obvious choice, but I don't think he's going to win. Hmm. Um, again, not a great go home roll. I guess SmackDown is going to be the show where they're going to really hammer home the main event. Yep. Which makes sense. I mean, Raw is the big show. Uh, well, Raw is their main show. Um, <laughs> SmackDown, though, ever since it moved to USA, they got a great lead commentator in Mauro Ranallo. They're making that show just as important as Raw, and it's been, we said, it's better, been better than Raw so my, far this year. My only issue with SmackDown, and again, I don't watch it in its entirety enough, but I watched it last week, and my, I think they should do like they did 15 years ago, where if you're watching something from Raw or in SmackDown, it's the commercial rewind. You get a 30-second clip of the ending of a match. I don't need 15 minutes to you talking to me about a Brock Lesnar promo, an Undertaker pro, uh, promo, a Roman Reigns. That is, the, in my opinion, the number one issue with SmackDown. It is too much pro, repeat Filler. of... It's, no, it's too much repeat of Raw. I mean, you got guys that are lower card level that should be getting their matches on there. And as much as, I mean, we've all seen it. If anyone's watching this, they're a real wrestling fan that, have, you know, knows enough about AJ Styles. I mean, you, I'm watching it, and I'm seeing AJ Styles come out on a SmackDown stage, and I'm like, geez, this guy was on SmackDown over a decade ago, you know, without yeah. a beard, without long hair. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like SmackDown, he should be sitting here almost, like, annoyed, almost ticked off. Like, I'm coming out on this stage, main eventing it. But I should have done this all here, and I don't right. know if he feels that way. Again, I you know I didn't follow him as religiously as I'm sure there are fans out there that. Does. But in my way, I'm watching him come out to face Jericho. And I'm like, I wonder how he feels. What's going through his head? He's coming out on SmackDown, and on SmackDown he was like the bottom, 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 like 
belly jobber. Like, oh, I'm going to go job this match out to, I don't know who he faced, but it was Bull Buchanan, and then he was on <laughs> Velocity. I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. That's not look at SmackDown. They, they need to stop making it 30 to 40 minutes of just raw replays. Agreed. It's only two hours. Agreed. Uh, but I do think it's been it's been the best it's been in years. And it's been, at, at the very least, competing with Raw as far as quality of the show. Well, especially with my boy Brock on there this Well, week. yeah, the Beast Incarnate will be on there this week to hammer home the, the main event for Fastlane. It's going to be like that for WrestleMania, too. He's not on the go-home for Raw. He's on the go-home SmackDown. Yeah. So, NXT this week. Told you, he knows everything. Yeah, NXT, I guess, really everything right now is leading up to the week WrestleMania weekend takeover Dallas. Show opens with a Baron Baron Corbin match oh. against Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, I thought, looked pretty good. I love Johnny Gargano. He's, re- he's a good, he's good, good worker. They need to sign him. Do we really... Uh, we don't really need to talk about well, this Baron is the best. Well, match, do we? Well, Johnny Gargano was amazing. He made Baron Corbin look good. He did, but Baron Corbin is still Baron Corbin. I know. But it's but he's face but what about Johnny Gargano? He's I, amazing. He's great. And again, I mean, uh I guess other co host Joe's not here, so I'm I'm gonna be the only one to say I'm probably the only person affiliated with Matt Madness that is not a Baron Corbin hater. I No? Honestly What do you like about him? What is this hair? <laughs> you know what it might be? It might be because you like he's his not emoji stomach. I, I think that he, that he's different. I, you know, he doesn't fit the, you know, cruiserweight or fast or small person. I mean, obviously, Cass. He has, he has one move. I'm not going off. Eh, I, mean, I don't know. Well, yeah, he has a punch. No, I don't even know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. What, what? His his finishing move is end of days. He, that's all he has. He doesn't does he do a sidewalk slam? He does the end of days. Doesn't he do a sidewalk slam? I don't think so. Cass does a side. <laughs> Maybe I'm mixing them up. Next. I hope not. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I honestly, look, if you look at the way they're booking him, and I'm sure if he hasn't been bumped up by now, they're going to try to make him better. If any of us watch Breaking Ground. Breaking say, Ground. Yeah, breaking Ground. I was going to say Breaking Well, Bad. my fear is... Have, have we all watched Breaking Bad, by the way? I know I'd have. I haven't. <laughs> you should. But my yeah, father's on that show. <laughs> but, uh, no, no. So, so my thing is, we were talking about the U.S. title earlier, and I didn't want to say because I didn't want to... Don't you dare put that on Baron Corbin. What if Baron Corbin's the one... Like, I could see Kalisto go a six-month run with it, and let's say SummerSlam, that's when Baron Corbin comes up and is... The end of his days. Well, they said Baron Corbin has been working. Uh, he, he worked live WWE events. WWE live events. He worked live events. That's because weekend. he's getting groomed for that my, US title. My concern with Baron Corbin is, in NXT, he's a big guy. On WWE, in the main roster, he's not. He, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's just he power bombs Kalisto. He's just tall. When he power bombs Kalisto, I'm sorry, he doesn't do a power bomb. Right, when he gives him a sidewalk <laughs> slam. I'm sorry, I'm thinking big cast. When he gives him the end of days, he does do that. He does. Do the end of days. When he gives Kalisto the end of days, Kalisto's gonna look like like a chicken nugget. But, Kalisto, but Kalisto make like him look a, good. Just like everybody else makes him look good. Right. When he's in the ring with him. Okay, so Johnny Gargano was the story of that match for both of us. I don't necessarily hate Baron Corbin. It's just, he's just kind of a little boring to me. You know what I think it is? I think the healness of him gets to you guys. You guys just hate him because he's a heel. <laughs> so you think I'm watching Baron Corbin as a mark? He's like, yeah, hey, he's a bad guy. But I believe both of you guys look at him that way. 
I got, you guys saw Breaking Ground too, and you're like, oh, he's mean to people back <laughs> It's okay. No, you probably met him down there, didn't I you? I did. He was a nice guy. He seemed a little sour, but he shook my hand. He said hello. Probably didn't look you in the eyes, he too. Said, That's why he's a real deal. <laughs> he's a real deal. K-Fabe still exists. No, he actually sat next to me during I, the live I thought when I was first watching Breaking Ground, I saw him, I was like, and, and I, this is a bold statement. I'm not saying he has as much talent, but... He's similar to Brock Lesnar. As that much of a, he's that much of a prick. He's a prick. He says he does. He's not here to make friends. He's not here to talk to people backstage. He's here doing a job. He's here to win. Blah 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 blah. That's literally. I'll give you I, that. And you know, I, I haven't religiously watched every episode of Breaking Ground. Aaron, Aaron I know, will not give you that. He will not bend the on prick Aaron won't won't give me No, nothing. he said the prick. He part. won't even say John Cena give me a dollar. <laughs> he ain't doing nothing. The prick part, I'll give you that. All right. He's a prick. So we're split on Baron Corbin. All right. We get a little bit of a Sami Zayn interview talking about William Regal's decision. Says he's disappointed, but he understands. Just one more obstacle in his way. He says the NXT title wasn't easy to win the first time. Doesn't expect it to be easy the second time, but he's going to be the first two-time NXT champion. Pretty sure that's not going to happen. No. No? I think it's the mojo goes all the way. All right. Uh... Vaude Villains, that weird vignette again where they're supposed to be heels. Wait, wait, this, like, remember last week they were on NXT? Mm-hmm. They were showing these vignettes before. Mm-hmm. The music didn't change. They came out, and they they came out the, exactly same the same way. Nothing changed. What was so heel about them? What's so special about a, a change-up for them? Nothing. Nothing. They it made exactly no sense. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of just a waste of, it's like, hey, let's just do a vignette. It won't mean anything. But, but speaking of vignettes... I loved okay. how they opened the show with the, the NXT women's title vignette. Mm. Like, people don't understand how much fuel that adds to a championship match. Like, that Owens, Ambrose, thing in the Rumble, that needed that vignette. Yeah. Any title match you have a vignette because it actually means something. It's putting over a title and what it means to each other. Well, you you have you figure a lot people don't notice it, but you have a little bit of music over it. Yeah. That makes you feel it shows a certain the way. Feud, oh, yeah. And the, it tells you the story. It tells it's perfect. I think all time, most time matches should deserve a video package. Any exactly. bi- any big match. I mean, title matches. I agree. Should. I mean, if you, I think about like the, you know, wasn't always my cup of tea. But you figure like the alternate, like the punk rock or rock music that they were using in like the late '90s, early 2000s. They were doing um, anything Stone Cold or Triple H or The Rock was in. Yeah, they, the they they thing. had great vignettes, great promos for their matches. It always got you amped, whether it was a match. To decide who's going to be the commentator, who's the number one contender, or who's the champion. It didn't matter. Whatever vignette they were putting, you were excited for that match. Yeah, we'll skip the hype bros. I don't feel like you need to talk about them. Booty. I don't got really Uh, nothing to say about the show until the main event. Bailey and Carmella had an interview backstage. I I liked it. One, it's a feud between friends. You don't see that often. Um, And they stay friends. You know they're actually real friends. You saw it on Breaking Ground. They were real friends. I like that they're actually acknowledging it and not pretending that it's not a real thing. Uh, I'll be able to and I like that, that Bailey is actually elevating Carmella. Because Carmella we, has improved a lot in the last year. People actually cheer for her now. She used to get booed. Her matches are typically pretty fun to watch. And she's not the best promo right now. I think she goes in and out of the, what's supposed to be her Staten Island accent. Sometimes she has it, sometimes she doesn't. she's from Boston. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but she she put over the fact, this is my first championship match, this might be my last championship match. It just puts that little bit more added extra importance on and almost, her you title almost, match. 
if you, you almost are a fan of her, her, you almost want her to root. Yeah, you right. Almost want to root for her. Yeah, you, you know she's not going to win, but it gives you a reason to to invest in her a little bit more. Well, I'm going to be first one to ask: Did anyone expect after the match? Did you see a heel turn coming from her? No, I didn't. No, you, you just you saw them going away peacefully. I, did. I mean, I maybe the reason why I say that is because most of these divas title matches, when they're at a certain point, they end in them hugging and crying, and they walk off respecting. It's each all other. about it's all about the hard work. Yeah. And the thing is, we already knew the money match is Oscar and Bailey. Right. Well, now I mean, do, or, or you guess you already saw that coming. No, you already saw it coming. It's it's NXT's biggest event of the year. Well, one of their biggest biggest events of the year. You got to put your best matches together. And your best money match that you haven't seen yet is Oscar Bailey. Yeah, they had no interaction until last week. Right. Yeah. I'm. I mean, I thought it made sense, and it. it I thought it came together very well because I was looking forward to that show strictly to see that match because I saw a heel turn coming, and I didn't know what direction. I couldn't really see them turning Bailey heel. But in my opinion, watching the show, it didn't make sense turning Carmella heel because you got her boys as a face. Right. So why are you going to split any... up the three of them? One's a heel, the other two are face. Right. So I was confused there. It ended. It was peaceful. And then, you know, you got Nia Jax come out, and you know, it's the typical beatdown. And you're like, you know, wh- what's coming up next? And when Asuka came out, I thought it was perfect because... Asuka's not really a heel, and she just fears every girl. She gets the the best NXT chance that you know a woman's gonna get. You know you're gonna get the you know Asuka's gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. You get well, that. Well, well, thing with Asuka is when thing with NXT is that face versus face that works in in some situations. Heels aren't even seen as heels. They're still beloved. Well, almost every yeah. NXT crowd is fifty percent for one person, fifty percent for the other. So yeah, it almost so doesn't matter in yeah. NXT. Yeah, just that's a fact. Because nobody's basically nobody's cheering based on what the story is telling you to do. Yeah, They're cheering for true. just what they like. And, yeah. they, and they know and they actually know what's going on. Right. Yeah, it's a smart crowd. Alexa Bliss has a match against Cameron who got booed out of that building. <laughs> um she, for some reason, Alexa and Blake and Murphy are dressed like Freddy Krueger now. Oh, that, that, that was a thing last month. In, yeah. in, in December, they were doing that. That yeah, was my I bathroom just, break. I took it. <laughs> I, I used the laboratory doing you're that. Like, you're like Alexa Bliss? I do. I, I'm I, I like her. Them. I'm not a fan of the camera. Oh, the, of who? Cameron. Cameron. Oh, no, I, I, I watched it for Alexa Bliss. Uh, I was going to say, what was Cameron's, uh, and I'm, I'm going to throw it back for you. What was Cameron's favorite match of all time? I'm thinking of Tough Enough. <clears throat> Melina versus Alicia Fox for the women's title. <laughs> I feel like you should throw a dollar into there because you knew that. Because he impersonated, you should put $20 in there. Uh, Alexa had oh, good performance. Right. Cameron, like I said, got booed out of the building. We had an Enzo and Cash promo talking about Dash and Dawson. We get American Alpha to come out to interrupt. It's an Olympic year. G- Gable, an Olympic year, he talked about his layers. Enzo <laughs> called him tiramisu. One of my favorite lines of 2016 so far. I mean, American Alpha is going to be the NXT Tag Team Championship. Yeah. Champions at some point pretty soon, right? I'm praying. I feel like both of those teams are almost ready to be on WWE now. They are. Gable, I know, is ready for WWE. Already. Yeah. Jason Jordan, not so sure about. But I think Gable can carry him. Yeah. Um, I love, though, that he said it's an Olympic year and Enzo, oh, yeah, you know, it's Olympic year. 2016. Which means, which means it's your year. It's your year. And he goes, yeah, yeah, see, he yeah, got it right away. Right. And then Cass, <laughs> Cass is like, 
You seem confused. I don't think that's where you're going with that. I love that he even questioned what he that he you you didn't know what you meant. You just said it because Gable's a goofball. Mm-hmm. I loved the ready, willing, and come on, guys, say it with me. And everybody said their own name. <laughs> Cass said Cass. Uh, Enzo said Skywalker. Trash talker Skywalker. And Jordan said Jordan. He goes, no, guys, that was supposed to be my last name. <laughs> Anything, any of those, they should be doing more stuff together. They have an eight-man tag, I think, this week or next week coming up. Okay, okay good. Singing back-to-back, and he said, you don't know the lyrics. I do know the words, whatever. Great promo. Four very funny guys. Well, three very funny guys, and Jordan is getting up to speed, yeah. I think. I don't want to take too much away from him because I think he's he's awesome in the he's ring. He's awesome in the ring. Amazing. But Gable has been a godsend for Jason Jordan. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. Um, Ain't going to argue. No. <laughs> we had the drifter, Elias Sampson. Elias Sampson, I know you're not a big fan, right? The only thing I really don't like about him is the announcers are putting him over. Like, they're going overboard. Yeah, Corey Graves is definitely going overboard with him. About the how mysterious he is, it's it's getting a little bit annoying. But how's he mysterious? They don't they never show him do anything. No, no, they show that little vignette of him playing his song. But that's it. They never see him doing anything mysterious. Like what's so mysterious about him? Nothing. Um, I guess we'll discuss. We discussed a little bit of the the ending. Did you like the the Bailey Carmella match? I I liked it. Um, we we already know that Bailey. Carried carried a lot of the ma- of the match, but Carmella shows a lot too. It was even spots where I thought she possibly could have won this match with the two suicide dives to the outside. The two suicide dives. I love the spot she does where she brings you into the turnbuckle and throws the her bron- foot up on the turnbuckle. Uh-huh. Yeah, she does the Bronco Buster now and whatever that the move she does. Oh, she plants with the you and then it's a great transition. It is. Even but the end of this match was good too with the, with um with the roll ups. Yeah, it was a great end to the match, and, and it, it actually made Carmella look stronger yeah. in that Bailey didn't hit the Bailey to Bailey, yeah. Bailey, Bailey to Bailey on her. She had to kind of get over on her in a, a in series a of reversals. Aspect, yeah. Exactly, uh, we get the beat down. We all, we both hate Eva Marie, but you got your Nia Jax leg drop, brother. I did get. I got it. I got my my Nia Jax leg drop. But I like that they they came out as villains. Mm-hmm. There are not uh, my big problem with the women's wrestling, and it's not with. The workers, it's with the storytelling, the writers, they're catty. Everybody's catty. Everybody's, you know, they're cat fighting, pulling each other's hair, talking about each other behind each other's backs. Like, those are the worst stereotypes of women that there are. This was just two females that came out and were villains. Nia Jax brutalizes Carmella. Eva Marie is like the mastermind of the whole thing. Like, now there's actually a reason to hate her. There's a reason to boo her. I don't hate Eva Marie, but that's because I got. Well, uh, I got problems inside. Well, she's a, a beautiful woman. We can't deny that. But who got more heat? Her or Cameron? Who got booed up the building more? Uh, Eva, because uh, that, I that hope, crowd, I hope Cameron. That's legit heat. Because the Cameron boos were just like, we don't like you. Get out of here. The Eva Marie boos were like, we hate you. <laughs> and that there's like a passion from that the fan base there. Top heel in the business. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, she was a villain. On that episode, I think that's what you need. You need a villain. You need somebody that's formidable. You need somebody that's almost scary, and that's how they came across. And Oscar comes out, basically just steals the show from everybody. Yep. that's a fact. She did it, and it's always so good with her because because her th- it's very subtle with her. It's not her getting on a microphone. It's not her beating somebody up. It's just like, okay, you're out here. You're smiling in my face. I am terrified of you. And she's like, you're right. You should be terrified of me. That's a fact. Final word was with Samoa Joe. 
Were you going to say something about why, that? Why can't they book Roman Reigns like that? <laughs> because they don't know what they're doing <laughs> with Roman Reigns. They want to make him funny. They want to make him goofy because they think that's what people like. Yeah, we liked it when The Rock was funny and goofy. We liked it when Triple H was funny and goofy and DX. But they were funny. We liked when Kurt Angle was funny and goofy, so they think, oh, they like when our top guys are funny and goofy. Well, no, sometimes we don't. People love Benoit. He wasn't funny and goofy. Austin wasn't funny and goofy. No, he was Who? Like, later. Yeah, yeah, okay, and that was his worst period. Exactly. When Austin was Austin, he was just a bad dude. What? <laughs> Please... Please, I don't. I don't want the what chant to have anything to do with our show. What? No. <laughs> this is the first time I think I've been. Right. I've been since we're going, show. since we're going, what? What is a question? So. Oh well, yeah, we have a couple of. Well, Samoa Joe comes out, basically says, "It's your average, you know." Yeah, I'm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna beat you, Sami Zayn, and I think he's going to ultimately. Yeah, we don't know where that goes. I don't yet, and I don't want to know. Okay. But There's more to it that I haven't told you. But yet. we have a couple listener questions. Aaron's going to read them out for us. All right, this is from Dan Johnson. He says, All right, guys, if you could drink a beer with any current retired superstar, who would it be and why? Stone Cold does not count. Any Stone current? Cold doesn't count. Any- I, I like, Do- did he say that? No, I'm saying that now because that's the most common answer. I no, like that. No Stone Cold and no Ric Flair. Okay. Wow, okay. So current, retired. Current or retired. Oh, current or retired. Do you want to take that? Because I think I might have to think for a minute. I'll steal the show if I answer this one. All right, Go ahead. Ready? You can steal the show. All, all right, so the question is, anyone past or present, if I could drink a beer with them, Stone Cold and Ric Flair are... Excluded from the list. They're excluded. I still have yet to drink Stone Cold's beer, which I plan to in the near, near future. It's a hard time get, getting that yeah. shipped to me. But, um... Jeez. Now, you know, after Austin saying Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler, I would like to say him, but he's supposedly a born-again Christian. So I don't know how fun he'll be. Right. He may not want to go all night. Uh, I don't want to make Scott Hall relapse because if he goes out (laughs) drinking with me, he may relapse. I have somebody. I'm really hoping you're not going to say him. I'm not going to go with Scott Hall. And if it's really close, I, I think that's who I'm going to go with. I'm going I'm I'm to bounce around. Hold on, hold on. Now, you know, thinking present day, um, I'm not going to say, I don't ever hear Kevin Owens talk about drinking, but we hear on Raw, which I think is awesome. It's one of the best things why I don't dislike Roman Reigns is him and Dean Ambrose make a lot of gestures about going out drinking. You're going to buy the beer. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a match. Loser buys the beer. Right. If I had to pick someone present day who I would want to drink with, I would want to drink D'Ambra. So I'm going to have a two-part answer for Dan. Dan, present day, current wrestler, if I could drink with someone, it's going to be Dean Ambrose. But if I could go past excluding Ric Flair and excluding... You're going to say who I want to excluding say. Excluding so Sean. Man. I'm going to say Kevin Nash. Ah! I'm going to say Kevin Nash because <laughs> he, he's big. I'm not. I'm I'm five seven five eight. I'm a, he's seven foot tall, so he's gonna he's gonna outdrink me. We'd have a good time. All right, so you got Ambrose and Ambrose and Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. All right, current day, if I could have a beer with anybody, actually, you know what? I think I'm gonna go. You know, kind of avoid the question like a politician would. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm gonna go with two guys. I'm gonna go with Corey Graves. Because I think he'd be a fun dude to hang out with. I think he'd be a fun dude to drink with. 
and I feel like I could learn a lot about the current state of the wrestling business from Corey Graves. All right. And I, I'm a big fan of saying he is he the... He really is a politician. <laughs> he's the, the absolute perfect version of when life hands you lemons, make lemonade. The guy wanted to be a wrestler at 30 years old. He had too many concussions to go on. Now he's a commentator. Arguably the best color commentator they have in the company. He's hosting shows on the WWE Network that are very entertaining. He's writing a column for some website. It may even be WWE.com. I don't know. But he's an interesting guy. Nobody can say nothing bad about him. And I love his tattoo show. And this person is not retired, but he's no longer in the role he was once in. Paul Heyman. Jeez, does he drink? Why did I, I, I don't know. He, he doesn't have to work. drink. I'll drink the beer, and he could just sit there and talk to me and let me learn, soak <laughs> up as much work. knowledge as I can. Why did I not say that? <laughs> Listen, Dan, I didn't say Paul Heyman because you said a wrestler. He he copped out. This, this <laughs> I did. Corporate pastry, and it was, I didn't it was hear your answer, Aaron. <laughs> All right. Um, current. This might not. This isn't a WWE answer. Doesn't have to. I I'll, I don't think it He's has gonna to. He's going to say Jay Lethal. No, I'm not. That's who I was thinking, but. I'm going beer money. Okay, that's a good one. Bobby Roode and the Cowboy James Storm. I like that. Are you kidding me? If you could drink beer with anyone, and no, I, I don't care if this you don't comes like off TNA. disrespectful. <laughs> don't. Are you a TNA guy now? No, they're a great, they're a great tag team. All they right, are. well, honorary mention. Well, I'm not done. I, you should be. <laughs> As for a retired superstar, I'm going to go with, hmm. He's going to say Scotty to Audi. <laughs> I'll go with Paul Heyman as well. <laughs> Retired superstar, you said. All right. Well, I'm going to put this out there. Honorary mention. Uh, an underrated tag team. If it wasn't Kevin Nash, if Kevin Nash was too busy that night and it was a one-night thing, I had to drink, I'm going to go with I would love to drink with the API. Oh, no, because fact, no, Rook and Bradshaw, y'all could drink, and you guys did it on TV. I'm, I'm adding, doing it on a podcast. I'm adding to my to my current my current person. I'll drink about <laughs> Ron Killings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't say Ron Killings. You know I love Ron Killings. Ron Killings more than almost anybody. There is one person I know who loves him more than I. <laughs> yeah, I wish we could, can we get his video to play in this. I don't think so. Right. <laughs> For legal reasons, maybe. Maybe, right. maybe one day we will. Did you catch that line he you said last right. night? Who? La- oh, I can't K- say his name. Killings and gold dust. He, which one? The. Uh... He's, K- K- Ron was like, "This isn't your house." Yeah, he said, like, "Yeah, it's not 1997." It's not 1997. <laughs> that was a highlight of the. I think those segments are getting old because they should have teamed up already. Uh-huh. They're still funny. But that that was the highlight of that that bit for me was yeah it's, this isn't we're not in your house and he said it's not 1997. All right, we got one more question. Who's is it, can I guess who it's from? Yep. Ronald Lloyd, is it you once again? Yep. All right. <laughs> Ronald Lloyd, the goat. Let's hear it. All right. Hey guys, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella were on Good Morning America this morning talking about retirement. Brie did not provide a date for when her run with WWE will end, but she described it as very close. With so much talk about retiring lately. Which WWE superstar should retire? Who I like this? Who or what act have we seen enough of? For me, I've seen enough of John Bella as a face. <laughs> I'm gonna of who as a face? John Bella. John. He, Be- oh he's, my he's God. again the most creative man in the business. <laughs> yeah, jeez. I'm giving you a dollar again. <laughs> the end of every show, you somehow get a dollar out of me for avoiding saying the name. I'm I'm gonna answer this last if you guys don't. That's mind. fine. I. 
I don't want this actual wrestler to retire. I want the character to retire so this wrestler can come back. I want wow. Stardust to retire, Ooh. and I want Cody Rhodes back. Oh. Because I think Cody Rhodes is the most wasted talent probably in professional wrestling right now. I can respect that. He's so good. I mean, if you look, that character, he puts more into that goofy, meaningless character than anybody else is putting into their characters that matter right now. He comes up with a whole new move set when he it's has not, a change of character. Booked, it's not booked for him right. No. It, it should have been booked great. It should have, in my opinion, it should have retired Goldust. His brother should retire, and he should take it to another level because him carrying Cody Rhodes, that's carrying his father, Dusty Rhodes. If my opinion, a year and a half, two years ago, whenever he picked up Stardust, that was him paying homage to his brother. Right. And it was, you know, eventually There's my brother's no going to retire. Eventually, my no. In my opinion, it was eventually my brother's going to retire, and I'm going to pay homage to him while he's gone. But people hated on it from day one, and there's people, there's like a 10% ratio that enjoyed it, and right. one of that 10%, and then other 90% hate it. So I didn't mind Stardust, but I think now he just yeah. Got I mean, lost it, I mean, they, yeah. Here. I mean, they they didn't book it right. Of course. I mean, it's not the first. First time they didn't book someone right. Right. Was there another part to that question or Yeah, and um who or what act have we seen enough of? Oof, who or what act Kane? Yeah. Corporate Kane and Demon Kane in equal measure, we've seen enough. I've seen enough anyway. Okay, well, I'm speaking for all of us and every okay. man in the world. I think we all want Eva Marie to retire to go to Brazzers. Oh, <laughs> uh, Brazzers <laughs> I'd be fine with, but I'm not gonna Okay. Okay. But on a serious note, <clears throat> I'm not going to be biased. I'm, I'm going to answer the second part of this question first. I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. Okay. <laughs> now you... Okay, we have seen I, I, I'm tired of that. that smiley gimmick. Heel Aaron. This, this, <laughs> this guy needs to just not talk and just... And just be a... Be thought his question was of someone that needs to retire. No, there's two parts to a question. Okay. That's the second part. Answer that first. Because Roman Reigns, he just needs to, to go out and be dominant and be a force. Like Stone Cold, not talk, just handle business. Now, for the first part of the question, huh. yeah, who should retire? The Big Show. <laughs> I like that you went that route. He's, I can't he, argue. He's turned heel and faced so many times. They they build him up, then build him down. Every two months is is time. There, Act Two Fly. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, if you're gonna say act, I'm I'm gonna go with you. The, um, I think Kane. Uh, they need to pick one act, and that's it. He's either in the ring or out. Uh, if he's gonna be commissioner, commentator, uh, he's not commissioner. We know what he is. He's you know chief executive officer, whatever he is. Talent. I don't care. Yeah, I don't if he's in a anymore. suit, keep him in a suit. If he's in a ring, if he's in ring attire, I think he's got two years tops, and I'm giving him too much with that. Uh, however, if I could pick one person to retire, Baron I'm Corbin? saying, no. If I'm saying someone to retire, is that, what was the beginning of the question? Someone to retire? Yeah, who should retire? Retire slash character. Who should I retire? So it's, we're looking at February 16th of 2016. I'm saying by WrestleMania this year, WrestleMania 32, The Undertaker should retire. My opinion. He's already lost one at Mania. Guy wrestles one to three times a year. He should retire. I, you know, I'm a fan of his career, and I think the minute he retires, I will like him more than I already do, and I have nothing but respect for his career. He's one of the best of all time, if not the best of all time. I apologize. He wasn't in my top four. He wasn't in your, he wasn't in your top <laughs> no, four. No, he wasn't. 
He, he was, was in your top four. But my thing, there's no point for him to come on every year for Mania. He comes on this year. Oh, what else are we going to see out of him? Who else does, is he going to, you know, there's no more matches. I think, and, you know, to go the old school way, I think he should have a match this year at Mania, and I think he should put someone over. I think he should WrestleMania. His career should be on the other line. I don't care if it's him against Kevin. I surely hope it's no one in the Wyatt family. Uh, you know, Kevin put, puts uh, the IC title on the reign. I think I think him and Owens in a dream world. Kevin Owens put the Intercontinental title on the reign, on, on the line. It's the only current title. Well, I guess he's never won the U.S. title, but it's the it's the main current title that Taker's never won. He's never been the Intercontinental champion. And if Kevin loses. You know, or if Kevin wins, Taker retires. I think, you know, and maybe I'm just that much of a mark for Kevin, but I think Taker should leave. This mania, he should lose. He should leave. He should be done. We're talking 25-plus years. No one else has been out there that long. We don't get, we don't get enough I, matches. I'm, I don't care if I'm the only one yeah, that says I didn't it. Even Ta- think Taker should be done. I don't, want to, I don't want by SummerSlam him to be an active roster person. Yeah, I didn't think of Taker. I think that was a good one to throw in there at the end. I'm glad you saved that for the end. Because he's probably the most revered guy out of anybody we mentioned. Um, I think that's our show for tonight, right? We have nothing else? That's the show. All right. Everybody, thank you once again for tuning in to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us on Podbean and iTunes. Please go to our Facebook page and like us. You'll get updates on the show. Uh, For Aaron Lloyd, for Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki, the Beast Incarnate, I am Ron Pashery. We will see you again next week. Yeah.